You're listening to On Conversation, and I am the legend Keith Chandler. And on our fifth episode, we discuss the effects of technology and social media on the evolution of humankind, both biological evolution and social evolution. We recorded this particular episode at the Mudigans location in Emerald Isle, North Carolina. Again, all opinions expressed are mine, Dr. Griggs, and Joey's opinions solely. They do not represent the opinions of any establishment in which we are recording this program. Once again, we'd like to thank the band Odd Circles for their track, Recluse. You can find out more about Odd Circles at sweetsoundsrecords.bandcamp.com. Enjoy the show. Okay, good morning. Good morning. From here in Emerald Isle at the Mudigan's Coffee Shop. The legend speaking to you now with colleagues, uh, Dr. Bradford Griggs and uh, my good friend, Joseph Sisk. And we were just detailing some stuff that's a little too heady for me at the moment. So I will allow Joey and Brad to continue <laughs> on with our pontificating about the Republican and Democratic parties. Gentlemen. Please, by all means, pontificate. <laughs> well, the next thing that I was going to say is you mentioned the exporting of jobs overseas. And in coming out of Trump's mouth and coming from conservatives, that was framed and by a lot of people perceived to be um, just racist, basically. The right. same thing with being like opposing jobs being exported overseas was seen as uh, disliking people in other countries and just you know hating china and therefore hating chinese people and then obviously building the wall and the immigration issue was perceived to be right. out of uh, racial hatred by democrats or by people on the left or by liberals i didn't where think that it, i mean i think the i think the uh maybe the wall might be a little bit on that side but i don't think his chinese is that but maybe I don't know. Well, considering, but has, I don't think yeah. that wanting to build stuff in America that doesn't screw up the environment is necessarily racist, right? Because mm. I'm not saying I don't I don't really care whether the Chinese build stuff, but we need more jobs here that are high paying jobs. Mm. Um, well, well, most of Donald Trump's clothing line or the ties that were the Trump ties. You remember those? Yeah, he had stuff like that, but all that was made in China. Yeah. So he rails against them, but he but he benefits and profits off of them. Yeah, which is totally to be expected but because he's not going to do anything against his own, his like, own against interest, his self interest. Right, yeah. But no, man, uh, the the whole deal with um, jobs and going abroad, like we talk about, Owen and I talk about this with electric equipment, right? Because a lot of it's made overseas, right? And it's efficient and it's easy and it's quick mm -hmm. install. A lot of it's in a sense plug and play. I mean, depending on what it is. But we gave them all that. You know, we gave all them the technology. And then we said, well, here, take it. And they did it better than us. But, you know, man, if you brought, look at iPhones. They, they you know, they, they pay those people pennies on the dollar, pennies on pennies, to make smartphones. If you came to the States, and so that's why we're allowed to buy them for the, you know, the low, low, low sum of $800 or $1,000 for every new device. But if you brought that to the States and you had to pay someone 12 bucks an hour to build that, no one in this country would have a smartphone because no one would be able to afford it. Well, there would be also the problem of pollution. 
Right. So it, all those technology factories pump out gross loads of pollution mm. because just like when they had the the Beijing Games, they uh, and it's not just them; it's other factories too. But when they had to shut the factories down because of the they didn't want the athletes, you know, performing in the smog. And if you look at, at New York City in 1980, it looks like London, mm-hmm. right? Because of, and of course, London doesn't have that fog anymore now that they don't use coal. But it looks like almost every U.S. city had this layer of smog. We talked about smog in L.A. We don't talk about that shit anymore because when the factories moved overseas, it took the smog with them. A lot of it. Right, yeah, it took a lot of it. Plus, we've, we've gotten better at like, figuring out what smog is and pulling that out of the, the pipes. But is it, better, is it better to have a, a polluted country that's not the United States, though? No, it's I mean, not. No. No, I mean, no, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's an obvious no, but I just Ooh, but I, so, I find humor in that. Well, that means these technology companies need to figure out how to build their shit that's not, you know, that doesn't pollute like that particular mm. style of pollution, whatever. Do they need to figure it out, or do they just need to be forced to If they brought it back here, they would have to figure it out, because we have all these laws that say you can't do Regulations, that. Regulations, yeah. Yeah. Which is why they don't bring it back here. Here would be my simple... I'll tell you what they'll do. They'll bring it back here and they'll take away the human part. Robots will build it. And they'll take away the pollution so they can do it here. And they'll keep the price... It will be more, but will be lower than it would be if humans build it. Which is the problem with what are humans going to do. And we can talk about that. Um, I wouldn't well. mind you talking about say that. Something? I just... Uh, uh, no, that would be a great topic because Joey and I like to riff on that too. But um, yeah, yeah. here's a simple solution. Just stop do away with it. Just stop. None of this technology has helped anyone. Not really. I mean, it's nice to have instantaneous communication or whatever, if you're a police officer or medics. Um, but it, it is... it is, it is. Oh, know. I think it's made my life much better. I couldn't be single and as powerful as I am without, a, uh, without electronics. Hmm. I would have to have a... I would have to be like Kant. I literally would have to have a secretary, you know, a housekeeper. Right literally someone to cook my food, right? All these different things I would have to have, mm. which would make me cost a lot more money. It'll take up more right? of your time. Take up more of my time. Yeah, I couldn't be a single person and survive. Okay. I, I, right. I, I will grant... I don't want that. Plus, I want air conditioning. Okay, fair. Like, air conditioning is one thing. I'm, <laughs> I'm specifically referring to the things that have... You mean in. like social media? Yeah. Well, I yeah. don't think we need social media, but I don't mind... That an individual sitting um, can, in, you know, be like an influencer and be dressing up and telling people how they're wearing clothes, and it's not Yves Saint Laurent in Paris, mm. right? So it's not that part has been good because it seems to have decentered, which is part of postmodernism, decentered those power structures like of high fashion, of high makeup, of those kinds of things, um, you know, like decorating. The, and, and like with Etsy, people are selling their craft, their wares online. So I think it has created a marketplace. But is that as good as the harm that it's caused? We tend to romanticize mm-hmm. like... You're good. Let it be. Okay. It's, it's fine. We tend to romanticize the past. Um, but, you know, we're, we're still at the least violent 
in recorded history. Right, right, right. Yeah. So is the technology absorbing some of that that would be violence? And it's becoming social violence, but it's it's via the phone versus is it like a, a and I don't know. It absorbs Steam the violence is, because it's, it's made people cowards because they can hide behind something and call you names where if you did that to someone in public, you'd probably get your ass whooped. And you, I, and you which would, is better. And you, would, and you would deserve it. I'd, I'd but like sometimes it's would, better not to get your ass whooped. Ideally, if you have more communication, then you should have more understanding yes. between people, and they should care more about each other because they recognize each other's opinions, they recognize each other's humanity, but it hasn't played out particularly well because people don't have that personal investment that we are like, I would programmed say, to have. I would say, yeah, so my book is, a lot of it is about that investment. I call it the Unum movement. Unum? Uh, U-N-U-M? Unum. U-N-U-M? Like, like, e pluribus unum. Okay. So it's oh, out of nice. many, we turn into one. Right. Right. Um, but the, I, I feel that the algorithms, per, like if, if Facebook had the original algorithm, which just, if your friends posted something, you'd see it, first come, first serve posting mm-hmm. kind of deal. And they, they go back to that occasionally when shit hits a fan. And it wasn't promoting for, for that kind of hyper engagement and getting pissed off or whatever. Right. Um, I feel like it would be a totally different story. Like mm-hmm. you would see your friends, occasionally there would be a lot more pictures of babies and less of these whacked out news stories that come around, a lot of them being fake. Right. You know, I think that would, I think the algorithm promotes the bots mm. that. Well, it absolutely does. Yeah, yeah. And so it's directly the social Twitters and, and look at how just shutting Donald Trump off cut, shut down tons of bots that were following him. Right. Like a lot of his friends were probably bots out of the millions of followers that he has. Mm. So, um, interestingly enough, it's, it's, I, I really feel like the technology is fine. Like, we would see what Joey was doing, we would see what was going on in Emerald Isle, but the overall extra bullshit, we just wouldn't see it. And so we would not be, we would see our friends, and you would see some friends in California doing something. It would be just like it was originally you know, you'd be checking out the local girls around or whatever, you know, kind of deal. Like people shop now for, right. for dates. But I believe they call that the <laughs> shop around. Yeah, yeah. Okay, people are, the um, platforms have evolved in the way they have because they are catering to people's desires. Now, you can debate the quality of those oh, I desires. Don't think, I think they're catering to, to capital. I don't necessarily think they're catering to desire. I think they're, well, I think if they're, they're changing if desire. Because people don't necessarily desire to fight. Well, if they're trying to get people's attention and they're trying to provoke emotional responses, that, that is what people want. That's what draws people in. It might not be what's best for them, but... But there if, are other things that would draw people in as well. Yeah, but, I mean, then you're talking about... I mean, you get an about, emotional response when you see a cat, a cute cat. You, you can say um, short-term pleasure versus long-term pleasure, or you can talk about the quality of pleasure that you're receiving from something. But the product would not be the way that it is if people didn't uh didn't cater to it if people's if if people weren't buying into what they're being shown because it is just trying to get it's trying to get attention and it's trying to to provoke emotion right um and in in that sense like and people are saying 
yes, 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 I want this. But it's so trying it to provoke ne negative emotion. It picks the most outlandish. Like, mine tries to provoke me. Like, I can see things that'll pop up. I'm like, God damn it, that bastard, or whatever. And then I look at it, I'm like, mm, it's trying to provoke me. Right. I hide that post. Yeah, right? Well, because Are, are it you is... smarter than the machine that you created? What machine? The machine. I mean, that's yeah. the, the outcome. Yeah. Are, you, are you smarter than the program that you created? Well, you would have to be trained or train yourself how to do what I do. Right. And I look at it every few days. Right. I don't look at it all the time because it'll provoke you more the more you look at it. Be, okay. Right. But if that algorithm wasn't vying for attention and it was vying for community solidarity, yeah, then it would do something different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it wouldn't be... It would be catering less to people's desires, at least the desires that they're attempting to satisfy by being on it. People have always complained about the media, even you know before social media, that it caters in order to gain popularity, in order to make money. It caters to base desires, right? And, in, and also in negative reactions. Base and yeah, yes. because it's easier. But because all that is catering to capital. Yeah, and but that there that is giving people what they want. It might not be what they ideally no, it, want, it but it's what they want at the time, though. I don't necessarily believe that. I don't. Otherwise, there'd I be don't no profit. I don't necessarily in it. believe, but I believe that there are other things that people want that are as good. Like you make people feel beautiful, they still will. They might not give you as much attention, right? Because yeah. negative attention, we're pre-wired to for negative attention to cause the fight or flight to happen, right? We're pre-wired for that because we need, we need that to survive evolution, evolution, like because of evolution, right? Because if you didn't, if a bush rustles and you don't run and there's a kitty in there, but instead of a kitty, there's a leopard in there, right? So yeah. your natural instinct is to run, you know, and it's a little, little kitty, but it's not, not a leopard now. But before, if we didn't run, that gene pool would not have lasted. So evolutionary, we're, we're much more likely to, 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 for that to activate, which is not necessarily, you know, what we want. Not what we want ultimately or what would make us like happiest in the right. long term. Right. Yeah, but I'm It doesn't make if, us happiest in the short term. It still makes you feel miserable even after you bought the product. Yeah, but it gets or posted the post. Well, people don't choose to feel they don't embrace products that make them ultimately feel bad. Like they like they're choosing, "Hey, I want to see these things and I want to feel this way." experiencing it and I mean the the free market says people are capable of choosing what they do want and what they don't want and what they choose to want and what they choose to experience is what I mean what makes them happy what they're entitled to I think you're you would need to put in some kind of regulation or parameters that or sell people on hey this product might not satisfy your immediate desire to feel this way or but it's ultimately like you said better for the person better for the well, community well it would be corporate responsibility so as corporate citizens they have a responsibility to the republic right 
because they're corporate citizens. Yeah, they're chartered. Like the they're chartered, nature of a corporation is that once it is. Once they became, with, not Citizens United, but what's the Santa Clara County versus the Union Railroad, where they became a citizen, where they basically yeah. coined the term back in the whatever, the 30s or whatever. Uh, might not be the 30s, but where they coined the term, when they ter- coined the, said that corporations were citizens. Even though it wasn't said in the court case, it was said in the commentary about the court case. So people have kind of, and that's where all this idea of part of it. So corporations could be sued, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, like because suing a corporation actually does anything. Well, it depends on which ones you sue and whatnot. But but I think the efficiency for capital is 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 the pro, the. That's why the earth is getting eating, eaten alive, right? It's the efficiency to capital instead of the efficiency to human relationships or the efficiency to adding an efficiency quotient in there that's about carbon or that's about the earth, which some corporations have done. They're called benefit corporations where they have in their charter that they will do this, this, and this, and part of their profits go towards that. Right. The the environmental question, I think, is a uniquely uh, negative component to it because when people are making a choice to embrace technology or endorse a corporation or to use something that the production of which damages the environment, they are they're not directly impacted by that environmental cost. And so somebody in that case is not actually they're not capable of judging how it impacts their happiness because they're not in, they're not facing the consequences immediately right. of things like climate change or right. environmental destruction like right. that. So in, in that case, it's... And when they do, they get really upset, like in, in places where they, the, the communities have been, have been polluted and the Superfund has had to go in and fix... Or when they were going to put oil wells out here and everybody freaked out. Right. You know, um, no matter what your politics were, everybody freaked out. So um, all good till it affects you. Yeah, and and so the I think the the uh, there needs to be like something added to to corporate law that has to do with efficiency. That's not just a capital, right? Because it's going to eat everything because. If our only, when we say a business is efficient or a university is efficient, what they're talking about is efficient to capital. Right. may not be efficient to its students. It may not be efficient to its, you know, uh, founders or whatever. Staff, administration. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. All this to me, it just, and again, I'm, you know, I'm not exactly, you know, big rays of sunshine most of the time. But no it just, shit. It, it, all, it, all, <laughs> it all speaks to greed and selfishness. That's why people, they, you know, like you said, they don't, they're not affected by the Immediately, they're not affected by, say, climate change. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they—they they are. They just don't care to think about it. Uh, uh, crypto. We—we've talked about this. Um, we were just talking about that earlier. With the the mass, mass, mm. mass environmental harm. You know, and and I mean, I I have some, and I'd like to make my money too, because you know. But I have to tell you, man, the, the more and more and more and more I think about it, the more and more and more I think about getting out because I just can't. I personally cannot feel good about profiting off of destruction. Mm-hmm. All profit comes from destruction. Right. And so then I think at that point we need to rethink p- 
profit and what it exactly is that we're trying to Some kind of repackaging from. and destruction of, of something natural. So even a restaurant is involved in destruction, right? Because it is destroying livestock, it is destroying and remolding it. Actually, creation normally involves destruction. Right, I mean, so, it's, it's a cyclical thing, and I understand that. But, there's, but it, can be, there's, it can be manipulated to not have so much destruction. Well, there's I mean, hell, be, for thousands of years, the Earth lived just fine with its own cycle of, of creation of destruction. destruction. Right. Yeah, right. that's what I'm saying. There's got to be, a, mm. what was it we were talking about the, the last night, the negative, well, I forget now what it was, the negative and the positive thing we were talking oh, about. Oh, negative and positive liberty? Yes. And so there's got to be, there has to be, surely, a, a, a positive decon you know, deconstruction or a positive damage well, it's Somehow going to take in, in, some, in, the, in the cycle, you know, some philosophers young as Joey and you to start positing some stories that are believable enough to help people do them and still have some profit on the side. Are you speaking of new creation myths? No, more so just the idea that we that we're so that game theory that I talk about all the time, the idea that we're we are like you are taking care of yourself when you don't do this right. or when you you pick for your vacation someplace that's closer so you're not spending enough gasoline or you're buying carbon credits when you fly or right. that kind of stuff okay mm. so my calculation you know of the amount of carbon I use is being offset right now by carbon um, offset right. okay so then to go back so is that effective? Well, like, it's planting trees in Africa and just doing things like that. So it, it's more effective than me not doing anything, and it's automatic, yeah. so I don't feel it. It comes out of my checking account, and it takes care of that. But I also have privilege. It's easy for me to say that because I'm relatively solvent. So whereas a young, young people like yourselves might have a harder time doing that. But, but the, well, there's still an underlying fact that, you're doing it, regardless of your solvency, right. your position, your entitlement, or whatever, you know. I'll tell you how you do it, is that you buy used clothing, you buy, you go to the secondhand shops and you pick out used gifts. So mm. that is a calculus that you and Deidre, or you yourself, have put into your lexicon of the way you view the world, right? And so, you know, that, that peels off carbon. You're still... Because you're not buying new shit. You're but they're still, still making new stuff. That's that's the thing. But they will make less and less new stuff as... Because remember, the Earth's biomass now, like we're creating so much trash and shit. It's still an intellectual exercise, oh, though. Oh, that's what I'm worried about. Yeah, yeah. He's got this Lincoln now. And when he bought it... This is a quick segue here. When he bought this Lincoln, is this an old... I mean, it's a town car or whatever. Right, right. And then he said, uh, he said, yeah, every time I get inside, I think I need... Uh, uh, Viagra and Geritol. Nice. <laughs> and I just, I, he, I, he thinks that's the funniest thing. I, but going back to where all this was with the, you know, so with technology, you bring jobs back, right? Cell mm -hmm. phone companies, uh, agribusiness, uh, tech. I'm sure there's other things, toy manufacturers, clothing, et cetera, et cetera. And then you mechanize it. Or, or, or theoretically, it's mechanized. Right. And then the A lot idea. of it's going to be printed. And so we're going to have to figure out... 3D the, printed? Yeah, okay. the, the 3D printing 
is going to have to use biodegradable foundational materials. Whatever that is, if they come up with a biodegradable polymer that, and I think they're, they're working on it, they have biodegradable polymers, so they're just expensive. So I think as the, I mean, I, I feel like capital, you know, especially if it's, if it's more dispersed throughout the population of the world, not necessarily the population of us, um, will eventually do that with enough pressure. I think solutions would break down in two broad categories. There's people who are advocating for sort of a return to an older way of living or right. a more natural way of living that's more right. e in equilibrium with the environment. What they call and then a simple life. Yeah. Which and, may or may not be so simple. Anyway, keep right. And right. then there are people who have absolute confidence in our ability to create technology that will make both the way that we're like the way that we're living now continue but then also be more sustainable I which agree. they which they also think would be a very simple life because then they're not challenged in any way because the machine will do it for you the problem with that is is when you have somebody who believes in lizard people in 5g and they park a van outside of a building in downtown nashville and blow it up and the grid goes down then you're all fucked mm. well look at the the unabomber was talking about similar yeah very, exact same very same issues very same so thing. the lizard people thing has been around and the sky people the palladians that were supposed to combat that they're the war on earth i don't know if you've ever read the the palladian myth mm -hmm. so um i mean there are people that literally believe that obviously people believe the lizard people thing because QAnon picked up on that right. and started started preaching from that thing but th those stories have been around a long 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 time that's so stupid yeah, but then so they okay. probably deal with a cultural myth, maybe from Quetzalcoatl, maybe from um, Mayan, because we've got so much stuff. We actually have so much stuff from Mayas, the Maya civilization. Well, and they're finding more and more and more now. Uh, just this morning, yeah. I, I saw the article. They found a complete uh, whole chariot uh, in Pompeii. They had unearthed archaeologists had unearthed in Pompeii. Awesome. A, com a complete, totally in one piece, still intact. All well, I say one piece. However many. It was not uh, fragmented, I guess, mm -hmm. or, or um, it wasn't just like a wheel or a... It was covered up by ash, so it was completely preserved, probably. Right. But then if you have mass mechanization, and then the question becomes, and, and Joey and I have talked about this from time to time, and you asked this earlier, which was, you know, what do people do? And the only thing that, that I can say about this right now would be, it makes me think of Fahrenheit 451, when Montag goes home and his wife is in the living room and she's got all the different TVs where she can see all of her friends. And they're all kind of communicating with each other, but they're all kind of not. That's and then, what Facebook is, basically. Se yeah, essentially. And then Owen and I have talked about, you know, you, can't you can mechanize a truck driver, but you can't mechanize a plumber and electrician. Right. But eventually, maybe, well after we're long and gone. Stuff will, stuff will be designed to fit together. Right. You would have printed, a, a you know. smart home or, or whatever. Would just snap together. Where it would all plug and yeah. play. And then at that point, or like um, I was sitting here when right. you were talking about the 3D printers, and I'm thinking, so is that is that going to be the new, like, so every home, for example, an electrical code, this is an arbitrary random right. thing. For every home that you have in a kitchen, you're required to have two 20-amp GFI circuits. That's a requirement. So you don't shut your shit out of yourself. Well, but so you have two kitchen circuits right. so that all the load isn't in one spot or the other. Right, because kitchen appliances draw a lot of power. Right. So what if in the future when you're doing new construction, 
what if all of a sudden the, 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 the home, the building code becomes every home must come furnished standard with a 3D printer? And then all of a sudden, you know, you're required. Okay, well, if you need bowls, you print them. Yeah. If you mm -hmm. need spoons, you print them. Yep. This time, you know, like, what if that's the, 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 the standard bearer? And then I guess at that point, you would have to have something that's... So one thing sound. it would do, it would spread out our factories because our factories would be in each home and it would, so it would be decentralizing. Postmodernism would love that. It would decentralize the factories, but um, it would also decentralize the pollution. Yeah. If, if, and, and if you could make the polymers biodegradable and not have them photodegrade like plastic does, then you would, it would be a, that would be a windfall. It is very inefficient to create something in one place and transport it to another place well, instead you also of have just making it where it needs to be Well, in the and first look place. how much new stuff is sold on the market and sometimes thrown away. Immediately. Immediately, because no one buys yeah. it. Well, that's like... A, that's what So they have to make a ton more shit than that we actually use. I always got upset when... Uh, like sporting events, I think, is the, one of the primary right. offenders of this. You have a championship game. Mm -hmm. Before the game even starts, they've printed off championship shirts, thousands and thousands and thousands right. and hundreds of this guy won or that guy won. Right. And then one team wins and they send they either send the rest to an incinerator or they send them to the, the, the poor folk in Africa. Mm -hmm. And that's why you see pictures of the African kids running around with like NBA shirts on. Yeah. With with the, you know, so and so champions. It's like, yeah. wait a minute. They didn't win. They lost. Yep. You know, the market for used uh, clothing is really really drying up too. use clothing and recycled materials there's just too much of it oh and like gen, well, gen no z gen z's ruining it because they say that you can't you can't thrift anymore because you're not they get they get upset with people who go to a thrift store and they find a five dollar shirt but on the market it would be like a 20 buck shirt so they resell it for 20 bucks i'm fine with that i, I shouldn't say and, that and the gen z kids all those pussies they get mad about it when i say well, that, that's that's stupid when I say the market is drying up, I don't necessarily mean that people wouldn't or don't want it, but a lot of the used clothing and recyclable materials in America gets shipped to China and India, bought very cheap, and then repurposed into some other material. And they have progressively needed less and less and less of that material from producing their own products. Right. So it's people, the idea that people have of recycling where you recycle that water bottle and it becomes a different water bottle or something like that is, is ridiculous. It gets, the, the plastic gets turned into asphalt and even now it's not a material that anybody in America really needs or purchases or reuses and a lot of it is bought by foreign countries and their need of it is decreasing right. slash almost non-existent as well. So that means we need to have no plastic water, no single-use plastics. Like that law will come. Eventually, No yeah. single-use plastics, no Tupperware. Well, no, we'll, all oh, well, be, we'll have mean, Tupperware because it's multi-use. Well, Joe, well, Joey doesn't today, but I, I, be I've seen you with again. him. But we all, we all have. You've got one. I've got one. We've all mm -hmm. got a, a, a reusable yeah. thing, you know, a, yeah, a cup. Yeah, I or, bought a plastic water bottle today because I did not make any effort to bring a water container well, wait, and it, it's, it's fill it's, and bring one. Yeah, were yeah, they yeah, dirty would, or were they, was it just you just forgot? I... 
didn't even Did think about it work? as an option. You take one to work. Don't you? I generally have one in my office when I'm oh, in the okay. office anyway. Okay. But Do you I have don't an go back now, or are you still in the cubicle? I moved back into the office last week and I have an office that's not huge, but it's mine and it's self contained. So in the new part of the building? Yeah. Other, other another quick segue. Are they requiring because I saw Jess and Steve, uh, they were at our house, Jess Mather. Yeah. Um, how's she doing? She's doing great. Sweet. I've um, not seen her. They were at the house the other day with the kid, and we were hanging out with them. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, I thought I understood her to say that they're requiring you guys to get vaccinated to come back. No. Okay. All right. No. Okay. I am I would be in a gray area on that anyway since oh, I'm well, still and, waiting and, for my and antibody test. Well that, well, that was why I wanted to – I told her specifically that I was going to ask you because I didn't think – that's a different story for a different day. Not but that I've right. heard at all. I don't know. But but if the so if you took away the thirty percent, if you took away single use plastic, boom, that's a ton of bio, a, a ton of waste that we make. If you took away the extra that manufacturing makes by having factories instead of three D printers, that's a huge amount, right? Because that would do away with all the extra waste. Mm. So now. You're, you're, they would probably have to have printers for vehicles in a place like you would go for your town. Mm. And you would get the Cadillac thing and plug it in the printer mm. and you would buy that particular Cadillac right. and it would print it for you and whenever. Mm. However many right. hours or whatever. Right. But I'm, so let's go back to the two kinds, the, 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 the retro and yeah. the futuristic. I believe in both of those. I believe we'll have to have both of those. Okay. Because I believe that the vision of the future that Asimov predicted, that the Jetsons did, yeah. will have that future. But I also believe that we'll have, which we've always had, by the way, hippies in the woods, mm. right? Because they're just people that like being woodsmen and whatever. And Thank God for my kinfolk. There were some of, <laughs> some of those people that will be dustmen on Mars, Right. They're just that kind of exploratory. They don't mind getting their hands dirty. Mm. They don't. They want to explore the woods. They want to explore whatever. Or they just feel like they like growing their own things, right? And I've not experienced that. Like, I mean, I have houseplants, but I've not experienced that. Like, some people just love to watch their garden grow. Well, as I say, I've got mm. yeah. I've got four or five different kind of beets going right now. Rutabagas, yeah. turnips, dill. There's something special about it's like having a bunch of babies. Like you're. You watch them grow, then you eat them. But you watch them grow, and then, you know, they they flourish, and you feel accomplished. You know, you feel like you're. Well, I think it. I think it creates a. Um, okay, so in terms of the old, which would be manual farming, you do it for yourself. Yeah. You have a plot of land, you farm your own land, or at least in my case, you bring it indoors. You put it in boxes or hydro systems or greenhouses or whatever you're doing. But I do believe that it's truly more fulfilling you actually establish a relationship beyond with your diet and with eating beyond you you beyond do. you know i have to eat i need sustenance i need this i think I need it's that. very healthy you you have to it becomes something greater in you than just smashing food right. like you you hmm. i feel like you appreciate it more you can hmm. as a single person i would have to live in a commune to do that mm, okay like you would have to be coupled up or with, you know, your kids working out there to do it, right. 
to, 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 to provide all of your vegetables well, but or in most seven, of your vegetables. In 17 whatever, 18 whatever, when there was not heavy mechanization, then yeah, you did. You had whole families. Right. And in some cases, that's why people so were that's having what, children. So that's what so we're so talking they, about. They, so we're talking about like multiple family areas where it's almost like a commune, but families live in their own little dwellings. Well, then but what it's would like you call the community commune. gardens? I, yeah. I've read a lot that's what of had. We, positive stuff recently about Amish farming. Because they've maintained traditional right. farming techniques, and there's kind of a sweet spot they of make some production per furniture. amount of land. Yeah, so there's uh, Amish communities where I, up there where I live. Uh, are they time. Amish or Mennonite? I mean, there's a big difference. They're but, Amish. Okay. Yeah. I mean, there might be both, but I, I the I, one I, that I, they talk about while is while I'm at it for public record, I don't know what the specific uh, the specific difference. Hmm between them is Joey yeah. is going to look it up. Yeah, yeah. it's an interesting question. One of, one of the few benefits of technology where we can right. actually fact check ourselves and, and mm-hmm. be accurate. Assuming but that you now I'll tell you source. this as, again, yeah. as, as a single person, if, if Sam and I were not together, that whole house would be filled with either music equipment or gardening equipment because I'd be growing everything that I could grow. Anything and everything that I thought I could figure out. But your time differential would be taken up by that. Oh, you know course. what I mean? Yeah. So Well, I would have and, to be at work less because I'd right. have to be in my home right. monitoring. Right. Yeah. Which is whereas if you share gardens, that's a totally different thing. Right. Which is why I would like to buy a piece of property up in the mountains. And there's this kid that I know um, that I'm very, very fond of that I would love for him to do like a natural farm mm-hmm. where he rotates, cro- uh, rotates livestock mm-hmm. and it's... Um, and it, it actually is the fertilizer. And then you kind of rotate him around. And you don't eat a lot of beef, but you're, it's not a vegan kind of thing. But you rotate it around. And, right. and he's, he's in Warren Wilson right now. So Warren Wilson actually has programs, the college oh, in North Carolina. Carolina. It's in Asheville. Asheville. Yep. Um, in Swannanoa. And it has programs, those kind of sustainable programs. Right. But they also have dorms that are, are LED you know, uh, lead certified, right. you know, in uh, sustainable dorms that have solar panels on them. So they, they're both that. They're what I'm talking about, like high technology, right. but also back to old kind of ways of far as farming and, a- and taking, care of, is, taking is, care of the earth. Yeah. Aquaponics is a similar system. You use, you know, you keep fish in a tank, probably yep. fresh water, to, to my understanding. And again, I, I may be wrong. And some of those are, you know, like some of the salmon farms are not good for the environment. So you have to be careful. seems like the larger you get, the less, when good you scale, you it's not good for the environment. Right. Right. And scaling is a thing that they talk about in capitalism all the time. Right, but, and that's the thing that right. we... Right, it doesn't we, have to happen, right. except for for a few companies do we actually need for scale. Right, but capitalism is built upon scale, and that's the thing. Right. So, so in order to change that, we have to move away from... We have to have a different... We have to modify capitalism. That's the only way it's going to happen now is to modify capitalism. It doesn't take much. Like, it doesn't take... It's been modified to turn it into what it hmm. is now. What do you it got, start Joe? out like this. Okay, so the be- commonality between <laughs> Mennonites and the Amish is that they're both Anabaptists, which a- was a early... Anti-Baptist or Anna? Anna, A-N-A. Okay. Yeah, 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 which was an, an not- early Protestant offshoot. They actually don't view themselves as... Protestants, they view themselves as a separate branch of Christianity. But the biggest doctrinal issue is believing that infant, it's called believer's baptism. And it states that infants cannot be baptized because they cannot voluntarily accept Christ as their Savior. So 
But there are actually a lot more Mennonites worldwide than there are Amish, about almost 10 times as many. Wow. Um, but I would have thought it would be the reverse, because the Amish get all the publicity. Yeah. And people probably think the Mennonites that come down here are Amish. I would suspect Because so. there's, there's a pretty big Mennonite population in North Carolina, but I don't think there yeah. are any Amish Well, again, without Carolina. wearing a badge or a sign, it's, it's difficult to tell. I, yeah. I hate to say something like that, but... But no, so but but again, in those in those farming communities, like there are very specific gender roles that have to happen in those particular things. So well, I would be curious to ask someone like that where they would think that modern tech, combining the old and the new, right, for a simple life. I, I would be curious what an Amish or Mennonite person would say about where that cutoff is. Between so your log cabin with your 3D printer in it, right, and right. your and your big ass garden right. that you go to the community you know, bazaar every Saturday and you trade food for, and the, there, there are places like that that happen, um, that have, what do they call them, you know, or your farmer's market, mm -hmm. where you can even go, and some, some of those people trade food for food. Right. Like you don't necessarily. It's a, it's a true barter system. Right, and it's actually a true market. Right. That is a free market, kind of, right. like the way it exists. Yeah. Um, it's probably the farmer's markets and those kind of cultural exchanges are the only free markets actually that exist. Okay, but, so, but the, so what, what, would, what would a society look like that had perfect mix, whatever that is, of the old and the new. What does that look like? And then where does that leave the people? I don't know, but we certainly, this is a topic that we can talk about again. Maybe we should name that, what that culture would be. You know, like we need to come up with a decent name because if we name it, then we can build it, right? You have to have, you have to have a name. Right, so I mean, you don't have to do it right now, but I think this is a topic that we need to talk about over and over, and we probably need to do some research on what things can be merged Proto. and what things have to stay separate. Like, obviously, farming needs to change. Sure. Like, we can make all the Beyond Beef we need, right, but actual farming needs to change. Like, livestock management needs to change. Right. Um, you know, these these huge chicken farms and those yeah. kinds of things need to change. Right. Um, people are going to have to... In the last year, keeping animals in close quarters, sifting through their own shit, is not healthy for anybody. No, no. And, and uh, you know, it's also very, very vulnerable. Oh, to it's a natural, very fragile system. Natural disasters, just like a purebred dog. Right. Right, natural disasters and so many other things. I mean... A couple of these 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 big agro companies go out of business. Like it's going to be really really bad, Devastating, yeah. right? Because we won't have the foods. I think the the beginning of the pandemic was proof of that when yeah. no one had any damn toilet paper, right? right? And people thought they were going to have to wipe their asses with leaves well, and that's, again. But, but part of that had to do with greed, not so. But much. that would happen. That kind of thing would happen with the other. Mm -hmm, sure. Yeah. You if know. people would peep. If people make people irrational decisions yeah, yeah, yeah. about consuming things, then you're still going to suffer the consequences just from right. everybody so making that would have the same to be irrational built decisions. Into right. the program of decentralizing some of the beef markets, decentralizing some of the the pork, proto the, uh, proto, proto and, 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 <laughs> and I think young people are well suited 
to they love community gardens. They like farmers markets. They like. What's well, a great way to meet people? It's now, a great way now to, the, to, to communicate authentically the, the, with your neighbors. The, the 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 shit about buying stuff at a at a secondhand shop and selling it on the internet for more mark money is ridiculous. Yeah, like, but, let the kids do that. Like, that is they're they're making that little bit of extra money. They're probably in college, right. in places like that, and. And I don't know. It just seems like that is dumb, 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 dumb with a big D. It seems really stupid to me. But I mean, but again, that's, that's what is that? Why do they think that that's that would be? They, I think they, that's the way young people can change the system, they merge it's, the it's system. Unethical that you shouldn't do that. Why is it unethical? And There's it, no ethic. And then it ruins the system do what? because it, it because it inflates prices where they shouldn't be inflated. But that, my friends, is capitalism. And that's what those that's what those people don't understand. They're too busy criticizing middle parts and skinny jeans. They can't they, they can't think beyond their own uh, their own. Very, well, that's very, why very, you know that someone needs to say there's not an ethical argument there. No, there's not. Like you're not. You can still go to the secondhand store. I mean, the hem mm. still has a ton of shit in it. Right. So, well, prices you know. get inflated because the individual who's purchasing it has more discretionary uh, well, money than they actually need. they're spending their time out picking shit that they think is cool, right? So they're not buying shit that's ugly or whatever, right. and they have a certain style, so they probably have a style page, and then they go out, and people have said to them, well, why don't you sell, your, why don't you sell this look online, right. right? And so then they have, they're actually a small business, right? They're going out. People don't have time to go out and pick that shit up, but they want to buy used clothes so they can go on her website, find the used, because she's got a similar style to what they like, and they can buy it. Like, it's not. I don't see Sam, anything unethical about that. That's Samantha has shit. often repurposed. Of course, you know, she's dying, yeah. and, and she's, you know, she's inherently changing the, the, right. the clothing. But I want one that color. Oh, mm. this turquoise Yeah. Man, I got two or three. I gave days. my purple one to Sunny. If you want, I'll give you this one. I think I got another one home. Do you really? Not what size set, is that? This is, is probably that? XL. Ooh, that might be too big. I wear, I wear, I feel more comfortable wearing bigger shirts. Because you're a big dude. No, um, because my <laughs> my my parents were not around when I was a kid, and I had to put on whatever I could find, and usually it was oversized T-shirts. So Did I, you ever wear Fresh Drive? Do you remember Fresh Drive? So there was a surf company back in the. Uh, 90s called it was when everybody was wearing like normal clothes and then all the street clothes went to like extra large extra big, yeah. fresh jive was the 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 thing i think it was from california okay. that started like they started using shirts that were bigger like if you bought a medium you actually were buying a large that they had had changed the thing on it and it would say fresh jive and it would have like the or whatever uh, yeah 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 and it was all about like the california uh, loose comfortable I think when I was baggy pants kid, Wood yeah. Curl and Body Glove were the, were the surf Yeah, yeah Quicksilver, too. Okay, so, well, that's farming, but then, like, um, okay, like me, because I'm a Luddite, I would argue that life was easier, simpler, more manageable, and better pre, say, I guess for lack of a better term, I'd say it's like pre-cell phone or pre-social media. I mean, think about in the 70s, when you grew up, you got out of high school, you might have thought about, like, oh, hey, I wonder whatever happened to such and such. And you just had to wait or not for fate to bring you an ex-person, you know, cross your path. But you you weren't like, I have a friend who just just yesterday or two days ago, three days ago, deleted his Facebook. 
Oh, and it actually did not delete. It asks you over and over again, like it, it'll hold it in the wing for so long yeah. before it for finally. Like a year. But he, yeah. he he took it down, deleted it, whatever you know. But the he was ex-military, and he's got a buddy here that he was in the military with. Mm-hmm. And that buddy, and he said, he, I talked to the guy yesterday. He said, Yeah, he said I talked to this guy probably like every two weeks. Guy lives down the street. The guy called his brother and said, Hey man, uh, you know, such and such took his took, took his Facebook down. Is he okay? Uh, you know, I, I want to get up with him. Don't you have his phone number? Yeah. What, what difference does it make? Mm. So then, but but you know, I but, would probably be concerned about somebody if they took their Facebook down just because, in the same way as like if somebody dramatically changed their hairstyle or I, something I like that. I beg to defer. You 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 lifted not a finger when I took mine down. <laughs> I. When were you on Facebook? Well, there you go. Thanks for staying I, up with current events. Joey. I don't <laughs> think that we were. We probably weren't on Facebook at the same time. No, yeah. Yeah. Um, but You're trying then, to make Joey look bad. No, I can't. I can't make Joey look bad. I know, because he doesn't care. Um, But you happen to feel that that stuff has been a great benefit to you, probably with your teaching and your students and and things like that. So, so again, what's the... Because I I really think this stuff is, in my opinion, is proving how easily manipulated we are and how easily pushed. And so I, I, I wonder, what's that between the old and the new? Where would that... Where would that social so, middle ground be? But this is not a new thing. Like, this has not gotten worse or better. It is what it is. Like, if you, if you look at the end of the Roman Republic or the first few emperors, mm-hmm. how people were manipulated by people in power to do what they wanted to do, right? Sure. So it's, it's not... And there were always two sides. There's always a conservative side and always some kind of liberal side. They didn't call them that, but there were, you know, people that wanted the republic, people that wanted an emperor. They didn't call them an emperor. But... Uh, well, can we... Uh, well, I guess, can we, can we be in a... Can we be in a tech society or a mechanized society that doesn't seek to exploit the worst things about us. Right. So that's what I was talking about with Joey is that the algorithm needs to change because its efficiency is to capital, not just to pleasure. Because if you get mad on Facebook, that is not necessarily pleasure. And right. I'll wait for him to get back before we talk about that again, because it's not fair. Like he's, he's stepped out for well, just and, a second. And then, and then my question would be, well, do we have to appeal to pleasure? If we, okay, if we want to move away from appealing to capital and more to pleasure, why do we have to appeal to pleasure? Why do we have to appeal to anything? Why can't it just be? Well, it would, again... Why can't it, why can't right. it appeal to our... Which it did when it was first. ...informative nature? Yeah, it did at first, right? So it was all about if you were in school at Chapel Hill, you could see other students that were at Chapel Hill, and it would... Coalate like any people in your area of your hometown. That's right, because Facebook stuff. was only college. You had to have edu, right? Yeah, yeah. right. And um, which is when I got on it when I went to graduate school. So, Star, yes. when were you born? Why? I'm trying to figure out generationally where people would like to label you. So okay, so I can see she would be a, a, a Gen Z. So I'm sorry I was making all these nasty comments about Gen Z. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I stand by it, but I'm apologizing. Yeah. 
seems more disrespectful to women than it does generations. Yeah. Well, she drives around with a, a bumper sticker on her car that has the word pussy on it. I, I can't believe that. I also have a on my butt. See? <laughs> so, now I, I somehow doubt that was offensive to you. No, no, you're fine. Well, I, I am fine. Thank you. So, he's the legend, in case you didn't know. That's right. I'm a uh, legend, just in case you don't know. I want to make that very clear <laughs> while we're on. You say so. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I believe, so I have to believe that it can change because in believing can make it change. Right. And we've talked right. about if everyone believes, right. right. Yeah. So I have to believe that we can have like organic farmers that can supply communities and also have 3d printers in there that can print shit. Change in a positive way. Yeah. Well, change is inevitable. Right. Like so it's going to change. We're either going to devolve or evolve. Yeah, right. right. So but I think let's let's talk a little bit about before you get started. Let me mention this so I don't forget it. So we don't have to talk about it today. But our moral reasoning has got to step up to the plate. I absolutely agree. Then that's what I was saying last right. night about personal responsibility yes. and accountability. Our moral reasoning hasn't kept up and it never really has kept up with you know, with the evolution of our technology. Yeah, and there's no yeah. way it could. Our more reasoning is designed for a totally different context well, than your the one that we occupy. No, but it can be, with practice, it can be changed. Evolve at the same yeah. time. That's mm. what reading philosophy does. Well, that's like, uh, yeah. to me... That's a big burden to put on people, though. No, no, I'm not, not going to it trust is. people not to... It is their job to do it. Who they naturally are, though. There is no naturally are. There is what you evolve to be. Yeah, I don't think Mm. anyone is naturally immoral. No, like people make people's moral reasoning is based on emotion rather than logic. If you want people, it doesn't have to be. Well, people have to work on it, not being so. But that's what he's talking about: responsibility. Get your shit together. We got a world to run. Right. Because where, if you want to live in a republic. Part of your job is to keep me safe, and part of my job is to keep you safe. Mm, I think you're only going to be able to convert a we certain only have percent to of the population. We only to, have to convert like 60, 70 percent. Well, it would be, I think that it would be more likely to solve problems of but morality we, by putting people in the situation that their morals were designed for rather than putting the burden on them to figure out better morals or fe- what or, are you talking about so like okay the <laughs> reason why we're design? having the the reason why we're having why our moral reasoning is not adequate to our current situation right. is because it evolved for a context that's different than the one that we currently occupy <sighs> right i think it is a Going, no, why going do you back think to it's the a two options. Context. So the context has always been the same, very, mm. very similar. Well, we still have murder. We still have right. kids being raised. Well, people, parents. people are we. People evolved in pretty like homogenous communities of not a lot of people, and it was people that you saw every day. You trusted. You knew everything about them, right. and you had a vested interest in each other. So our, like the, at least the American suburb model that we're in right now doesn't have that, like, and especially with social media, it doesn't have that face-to-face investment and community and 
the the information exchange is not the same because we're we're going off of information that is either not firsthand or it's not provided by people that we actually trust and that we know will have consequences for being dishonest. Well, you can learn you can learn how to qualify information. That's what we do in schools. Right, so that's what we teach I'm, people how to qualify information. I'm saying the intellectual exercise of developing morals for our current society is significantly more difficult than us reverting, for lack of a better term, to something that more closely resembles the environment that our moral reasoning was generated in. Well, we... Th- we need tighter so, knit communities if we're going to behave in a moral way to each no, other. No, we need we more need powerful fictions. So I, I don't necessarily. It's okay, always well, going to be a hundred. Okay, well that ship has sailed with Im- with information. People do not like if you. So like, no, I mean like believing in the nation state. If we want a one world government, like believing in the one world government, like there's going to be flaws in the nation state, but it is generally good. Like believing in those, right? Because we can't have tight knit communities really of more than a hundred people for our moral reasoning to work correctly without fictions, like a nation state, or like North Carolina, or like, you know. Whatever, the town. If you read Harari's book, it's really like this belief that we have in these fictions that allows us to get together and morally reason together, like they're required. And part of the problem right now is that our fiction is breaking down, like our fictions are breaking down. You think that I would prescribe that to the availability of information, though? Yes. Not people's lack of willingness to believe in things no i agree well it's willingness to believe in the republic as an idea that it's good right so they they have some romantic notion of the republic that doesn't require any responsibility that's going to leave me alone that's basically and then when the republic is actually what it is which is the people governing as through representatives right it they're disconcerted because they're not getting necessarily what they think they want or they're being fed disinformation. But you can teach people to qualify information. Like you can, you, you've learned how to qualify information. You can teach people how to qualify information. I, yeah, I think it, it's possible, but it's against the way that humans are designed though. No, I think They're we, capable of it, but not, it's... I think that the... In, you know, it's a lot harder for them to do. It requires, if you read... Uh, Kahneman's book, it requires a lot more food, energy, efficiency, because your brain is efficient to the emotional system, not to the logical system. Yeah. So somehow you have to always be activating and keeping cortisol down and always be somehow activating the logic system. I'm not optimistic about operating against human nature. No, but that's what I view It's that not as. necessarily because we can evolve so it can change. We can't if on a short scale humans cannot evolve they their 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 social system can evolve could you tell them that it's human nature (laughs) why 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 (laughs) there um no well there is an element of social selection going on where you still have different some people Qualities say our, our being evolution selected. has even stopped and only thing that's evolving now are our social systems. Okay, well, that's not evolution in the sense that I think of it. 
I'm well, just talking about biological about, evolution. Well, it takes millions of years Something for us to innate. evolve that way. Well, it's, yeah, I think there's a lot of debate about it, especially since humans have become, you know, conscious and able to specifically select for things rather than just circumstances. But I think we can them. change. We're naturally a lot more violent than we are right now. Um, because, well, historically, yeah, I, I agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. So we can change again. We can change our nature. And there's like, less tribalism than there used yes. to be because we well, are more aware because of, of our, well, we're, we're starting also, to fall back. Also, into... our fictions do that, right? But the problem is when we lose our tribe, we also become insecure, right? So there's there's things about like like the tribe. So a lot of the military commits suicide when they leave, especially people with PTSD, when they leave the military, because it's such a tight-knit family grouping, and they belong to this greater purpose, and then they're just kind of thrown out into there without a tribe. Yeah, there's a right? really short book called Tribe by the guy who did yes, Restrepo, I I've think. read it. Yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's a good book. Who yeah. wrote it? Um, I... Hey. It's got a wild-looking cover. Like I just associate him with the, the documentary Restrepo. I think I will say while Joey's looking this up, the thing about morals and in my thinking is that morals are retroactive. You know, as as we've evolved, our morals come behind. In other words, we probably didn't think it was immoral to murder someone until someone murdered someone, and after the fact, we thought, "Ooh, maybe we shouldn't have done that. That's immoral." Whereas I think what you're saying is that we can evolve to a point where our morals are evolving as quick as we are, where we can immediately... Or, or we have ethical systems that we believe in that evolve, and then we just allow them to do the work. Right. Did you see it? Did you, did you check it? Sebastian Younger. Younger, yeah. yeah. Younger, not Y-O-U-N-G-E-R? J-U-N-G-E-R. I don't know if I pronounced it correctly mm-hmm. or not. Yeah. But Nordic stuff. But I, I truly believe that whether that's where we're getting our wires crossed because you're thinking I'm talking about natural evolution I'm actually talking about a social evolution yeah right? I'm more pushing for yeah evolution as being like innate yeah. well because I'm saying that human nature is in a lot of ways it's immutable on our time scale and right. so that's kind of the right which is why sometimes and philosophers are known for doing this you you downplay your human nature. Stoicism is a whole philosophy about that. Yeah. You know, and so, uh, so there are systems that we created, you know, 2,500 years ago that enable you to do that. Well, like, then, and there are a lot of people that, that are Stoics now that it's kind of gotten back into favor. They're reading Marcus Aurelius or they're reading yeah. Seneca the Younger. Right. Well, right? Then, then, then natural human evolution at this point I think would be inherently tied to the technological evolution. Well, then if we get into panhumanism, where you uh, half half man chip half, in your brain, right. yeah, which 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 is probably where the technologists would love to go. Right, and I, and I, and I think that would be terribly immoral, personally, and very very scary. But um, probably to survive on other worlds, we're going those people are going to have to have that. So will that make them a different species than the people mm. that are left here? Then you would be a Martian. Or or whatever. You know, right? yeah. whatever the planets are that are really far away. But, but I guess then my thinking would be that there is obviously, and you guys are aware of this, a belief system, whether it be uh, Hindi, Buddhism, whatever. I'm sure there's other religio-philosophic 
things that feel this way, but that, you know, the power of the mind can take you there if you, if you meditate or you go, you go far enough. Again, but that's canceling out what Joey's talking about, that need for that emotional, visceral fight or flight. Right. Which would then bring us back to what we were saying uh, when Joey... It uh, suppresses that system. About if you, if you change the system where you're not working toward capital and you're working toward pleasure... Why do we have to work toward pleasure? And I'm not saying that we should be absent of pleasure. That would probably he's make saying, life very boring. He's saying, but that's what we normally go to because we like to be pleasured. Right. Yeah. But, yeah. So, we, so, so can we break that? Can we move away from that? I don't think so. If you well, if if you're going to get people not to pursue like the things that they want, then you're either going to have to control their decision making. Or you're going to have to like fundamentally change them in some way. Some of the decision making is controlled already. People think they're making decisions that they have no idea how badly they've been manipulated into. That's a good point. No, and, and that's not in all cases. I feel like I'm a, a pretty sorry sport in this because I, I don't look at this as being. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I mean, I guess like for health reasons and things like that. I, I'm just not. I'm like the anti, the anti tech. And yeah, I, and I, I feel that I should be more positive, open, and hopeful for this stuff. I would say, and I envy you and Brad for that because I'm. Oh, be, I'm not opt. Well, I'm not optimistic not, about altering human nature, and I'm not optimistic about the stuff that he's describing, where people will be able to be taught or think themselves into a better way of being or living. Mm. I think he. To me, he is way, way too optimistic about that because it, I just, I don't see it as being accurate to human nature. And I don't think that people are concerned about or interested in the intellectual exercises he's talking about. And I like think they're very, I think it's so, I mean, even if it has the ability to make people's lives better, make society better, it's still very esoteric for the majority of people, and they just don't have any motivation to do it. Well, and I, I, th- and I think that's a shame that people want to leave their brains behind. What a, po- what a powerful tool that we haven't even tapped into the entirety of, or at least we don't know if we've tapped into the entirety of. What's it we only use? That's a, that's a 10% of the brain or whatever. I think that's an know? old wives' tale. How do you mean? I think it's just something that, that somebody said and it sounded good. So that we, do, that we don't use the entirety of our brains? Yeah, I think we use the entirety of our brains. We can ask. I, don't, I need to look it up or ask. But I think it's like a urban, urban legend. I wouldn't call it urban. Do the comment that people only use 10% of their brains, is that, is that, is that accurate? Valid? I've always um, thought of it as being like an old wise tale, kind of something that sounds. Did you good. look it up? No, not well, yet. Well, anyway, yeah, what, look what, it up. What we were what we were getting at though is that people. I think your point is still good about people not utilizing their intellect to its full or mind. To but remember, its if it, if your mind's being inefficient to energy, they wouldn't be naturally using most of their brains all the time no, because you literally would have to eat house and home to. Fuel that, right, right. Yeah, but then why wouldn't our brain only be like a tenth the size? Because we're still having to support the structure, though. Because for us to survive, we would need all that structure certain periods in our lives. Ah, yes. Okay, 
According to a survey from 2013, around 65% of Americans believe that we only use 10% of our brain. But this is just a myth. According to an interview with neurologist Barry Gordon in Scientific America, he explained that the majority of the brain is almost always active. And what's the source mm -hmm. while we're... But it's probably active, what's the but Medical not, news today. not okay. blood. Because like when you do an MRA, your brain, that area can be dim, but active, yeah. but not lit up. Right. Like when you're solving a complex equation, like in mathematics. Regardless you know, the, of the... Regardless, neuroscientists are really working on that. Yeah. Depends on what you mean by active. Well, regardless of the, let's say, let's say the over-optimism or the skepticism the negative nancy or the or the or the or the pure full-on negative which would be me i'm the only positive person here i still think mm. uh you're positive in this topic i would say that you and joey are are exponentially more positive in everyday life than i have ever been or ever will be i'm less negative about tech than chandler is but i'm more negative than you about the ability of people or the willingness of people to learn and change and, and i think be right. better i think it's yeah. i think it's sad. and i i i, I I get negative sometimes, but a lot of times, just from reading the philosophies that I read and stuff, I tend to be. Plus, I think genetically, I'm predisposed to pos being positive. I think genetically, I'm just. Mm. My whole family is is really, really. My dad wasn't, but my mom's side of the family, so my, they're all super not, positive. Maybe. But 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 it frightens me and it disheartens me that people would not want to tap. Uh, again, not, not working on the um, the myth, but the, just the concept of why wouldn't you want to engage the fullest extent of your mental prowess? Because it requires tons of energy, and we're mm. naturally designed to conserve that energy. Yeah, that's I, what he's talking about. I guess. I just... I mean, the, in his right. evolution thing, that's I, what he's talking well, about. Our natural I, nature I is to not do that. I, well, I think it's more the idea that we would forego our own God-given tools for tech that would make it easier for us. And I think I think that's I think that's sad. Yeah, I think if you ask people they wouldn't say that they I don't enjoy think this does thinking. that. I think this augments what we could be, but we don't necessarily we don't use this to the natural ability of the power of this either. Like this has so much power in it, but we don't use that. We well, use it very most people use their phones very basically. Like they don't use all the stuff that it could do well, and then, okay. to help them be rational. Well, then in that respect, then I think, again, I think we need to change. But some of that's training. Sure. Some of that's, remember our school system's built for industrialization. Yeah. So do we, how do we create a school system that's built for invention and surviving the catastrophe of the climate collapse or whatever? Well, then like, you got you to change the nomenclature. Like they all say, everybody says social distance. You're not keeping a social distance, you're keeping a physical distance. Right. That is not a telephone. That is a computer. Right. A telephone makes phone calls, and that does that. But that's a, that's a computer. That's what I'm saying. But it, it certainly, as technology, it could augment, you know, where, right, you but, know. But again, we need to. And activate more of our brains. Right. So that's what I'm saying. I think we need to adjust our fluid understanding of things in that sense. We need to talk about the school system eventually because that's maligned over and over and over again. And so I, I, yeah. it, in, in that, uh, that's my field. I wouldn't mind like expounding on that. Not it's now. It's partisan, but it's also very nonpartisan across the board. It that shouldn't people be partisan. agree that schools are failing kids, well, it's mm -hmm. because especially now too. Well, I can't. Oh yeah. But they're not designed to be doing what they're doing right now at all. Yeah. Yeah, so you're, you know, okay, we're going to, here you're, 
you're going to have to use technology. Some teachers have never had never used Zoom before the shit of the fan. But let's talk about that next time. Let's talk about schooling next time That's because fine. I think that there's a you know we can have insights because I like to bring in the democratic schools and those kind of things. So, but well, I, but that still doesn't get us anywhere in terms of the new the new way of simple life and the old way of simple life and where those two I don't we can't go backwards we we we, we would de-evolve in something that's why can't we go backwards I don't I don't I don't necessarily agree with that I, I think I get because the backwards of what you're saying, is the, the 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 romanticism that you have of a backwards trip also it has slavery involved in it and a bunch of other things well, so the trip that I, I'm having is forward Right now, I'm talking about later. Like if we if we de-evolve and our systems break down, there will be warlords. Well, okay, yeah, I'm, I, I understand that. I'm not talking mm. about necessarily evolutionary backpedaling. I'm talking about why can we not go back to some of those things, grasp them. That's take what them, I'm talking about. Pull them. That's what I'm, and not necessarily pull them forward. Um, use them as they were designed to be used, which is what my friend does with 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 farming. Like he does the regular cycle the farming, yeah, whatever. yeah. Like the that's that was invented like a thousand years ago. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. even longer than that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I don't know. I, I feel like I, I feel positive that we can we can like honor those systems, some of those systems that are not discriminatory, and also move forward with new social systems that help us think better. As an educator, I have to believe that because otherwise, why educate people? Mm, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Why educate people? Well, maybe next week. Yeah. But, let's talk about education next um, week because I have specific answers for those. Of course. So we're talking about making people. I mean, ideally, making people sustainably happy, or hopefully, that's as, the goal of the as republic. Happy well, as they but, can uh, be but, but, the goal of the republic. Self-sustainably happy. And improve society on whole. Pursuit of happiness, actually, and to form a more perfect union. Right. If mm. you're talking about our documents. Nobody's... Yeah. Okay, let's put it like this. If you, if Which you, is not a bad idea. If you, polled, if you polled 100 people and said, hey, if you had the opportunity to have a five-by-five five plot in your backyard where you did your own farming and you could grow whatever you wanted, that, that would feed you. That would, you know, sustenance, not like smoking pot or whatever, you know, growing dope or whatever. Yeah. Um, how many of those people do you think would do it? Probably probably a whole hell of a lot less than you think. Are, are you guaranteeing that they will have, like, maybe not ideal, but, like, at least adequate nutrition? Okay, yeah, yeah. Because so, so I, I would doubt that. Or that what is the time investment, too? Well, and are they still going to have to have this alternate occupation? So, so assume, assume all of the best circumstances. Good soil, good return. You so know, there's good. probably a survey that's been written that people have done. So we probably need to look up a survey. But I would guarantee you that 50% of those people would say, no, thanks, I'd rather just go to the store and get it. Because they don't want to be self-reliant. They don't want to be self-sufficient because or, it, it would involve a natural challenge. A na a, a, you, you, you would have to get better. You would have to learn. You would have to... And people, I think... I don't think this is... In, in human nature, I don't think this exists. I think this is something that's happening with technology is we're allowing it to be self-sufficient for us. Of course. We work for the tech. Mm. The tech doesn't work for us. And I think that, that is the key crux of this problem. 
when we can go back to having the tech work for us, we will be kings of our domain. Well, it is again, for us. Yeah, if you're if you're having heart surgery, but if you're but if you're some poor sap sitting behind a computer screen at home, falling into a rabbit hole. Yeah, but the the person is using it because it's making it easier for them to get the things that they want and that make them feel good. That's them using it. So they're using it to destroy themselves because it makes them feel good. Well, m- maybe on like a long enough scale or depending upon if it makes them, you know, neglect their health or But again, with a with a a, a revolutionized ethical framework that people began to believe in maybe he would he would understand that that's damaging him and and try something else to get pleasure sure and then and then i guess at that point we have to agree on a well that's how system. laws you know that system the rule of law was one of the things they created to stop people from doing things pleasuring themselves 24 7 right they came up with laws um some of them horrible but to stop people from doing that because you know, it, they, you just can't do that forever. You kind of just go into yourself and just turn into a madman. That's the same argument against, like, universal basic income or, like, what people are afraid of in a future where people do not have to work or do things they don't want they to will do be in that order future. to survive. Okay, that so, future will exist. And how are you going to deal with yeah. that? So here's, so here's yeah, the full it's circle. We've got to start talking about yeah, it because so, it's going to happen. Right, so here's the full circle yeah. of where we started. Technology is not going to stop. An hour and some change ago, which is... When people have all this free time, what are they going to do? How are they going to find meaning or feel useful? Are they going to be philosophers in Greek robes, ro- roaming around in gardens that, that people are attending that they don't... Like, I don't want to tend the garden, but I wouldn't mind walking through a garden and feeling the nature and talking to the sunflowers or whatever. Sure. You know, people but I, pretty reliably pursue creating art and novel experiences. They do. If, you know, if you leave them alone, yeah, yeah, in some cases, yeah, they will, and if they're supported, which is what Yang was saying about his UBI, um, was that it would give some artist, you know, time to or a little bit of padding to be able to create Do some art, doing, yeah, right? yeah, and we're gonna have so schools. We can add that to schools, like, do schools need to be doing something like that? Like, spending a lot more time on music and art and drama. Do we appreciate the arts now the same way that we did, say, 50 years ago, 30 years ago, even 20, maybe? Well, capitalistically, uh, we do. I think third parties view it as frivolous when you're talking about it in a social sense. No, when you're talking about it in an economic sense. Right. It's viewed as being self-indulgent and it's viewed as being frivolous. But But people naturally want to pursue it. They don't. They want to consume it and they want to make it. Well, it won't. It's not frivolous actually for capitalism because that space in the commons is where new shit's created that capitalism subsumes and sells. So without art. You know, there won't be any new shit because people are thinking about that because they're exposed to this particular TV show or that particular piece of painting or that particular piece of music inspires them to do whatever, mm. right? Yeah, art isn't just itself a commodity. It's also no. commoditized into, like, other projects and things. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so... Um, just like a lot of the technologies come out of the military and the space exploration, um, but the ideas for space exploration um, and some of the ideas from the military come from 
like artistic type people fig, trying to figure out. Well, and then that would go back to what we were discussing last week with. Um, it's like the poets at Apple. You know, do you do you mm -hmm. own the art? Because if 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 technology brings us to a place in society where people have more free time, and then in that free time, people naturally evolve to become more creative and create the art, and they have the padding to do so, where they're not going to starve to death. Would there be any need to pay for the art at that point? What would be, you know, like... No, I think people would get enough out of the satisfaction of making and then also the kind of respect, admiration, um, like clout associated with making something that's good. Hmm. I, well, you could have a conversation about why, why people have a biological imperative to create things in the first place. Like, what's the benefit? Like, why would that have existed in it's the your state of nature? It's your drug thing we were talking about last night. The, the, uh, the nature that your art has to get out of you. And if it doesn't get out of you, it consumes it you. Consumes you. Right. right. And that's a standard. Have you ever read The War of Art by Pressfield? Mm -hmm. That's, that's see, his then I, then I thesis. Think, you know, inherently, then that's a whole societal change because at least in modern times, we have worked under the guise that art was created you know i make a painting i make a record i make a song i make a movie in order to make money if all of a sudden you didn't need to make money but you still felt the need to create then you would have to somehow divorce yourself of the idea that whatever you're creating you should be remunerated for well in, in some way shape form or fashion well that we had things called hobbies which is where people were creating a ton of stuff and they weren't getting paid for it right but so most the, of the people who have hobbies are people who don't who aren't worried about feeding themselves while they're right you know so I, if build, I build model airplanes but i yeah, have this multi-thousand so dollar it, a year if income. the machines are doing everything and there's a UBI that takes care of everybody, then you would be doing it like you would a hobby. You'd be giving the stuff away and what about, for pleasure of people that would get it. Sure, and fine. Well, and what about the inherent and and what I what I think would be pretty much unavoidable thing where if whatever things that could be tech dominated again, say like truck driving, can be automated, but being an electrician can't. Well, then what happens with the with the innate human animosity? that will inevitably pop up for the people who have to continue working because we need those things like utilities. Well, there'll be new jobs. Versus the people who... Like spacemen. Suddenly don't have to do <laughs> anything whatever. Because, because machines have made their lives free. So then you've got people going to work who probably still don't have health care, still can't afford to pay their rents or their mortgages. And then you've got other people just lounging around, hanging out, you know, pontificating about how nice an apple looks on a tree. Well, that's and that's so why we then, have to have. Then you're then you're going to have a, a, a warfare in that because then you're going to have a true. But again, class. as if the social system does evolve, it will not only evolve the ethical, but it'll it'll the the physical system will evolve ethically. Because I mean, I hate to be that. It'll guy. evolve some way. It'll either it'll either turn into something crazy or sure. it'll evolve into some ethical where we'll have universal health care or this we'll up have. You know, just like we have universal protection from the military, we'll have universal health care. Because I know, I know that I would be one of those people spouting off at the mouth. I just know it. Like here I am, here, like I said last night, here I am busting my begonias, and you're over here hanging out, playing in the garden. But and I'm you out here don't my ass off so you can keep your power on. But you don't. You and don't. You, and you've got it better than I do. But yeah, that's but what I do. And you don't feel bad about me doing that. How do you mean? That's what I do. I pontificate, and I. That's your job. 
But suppose it's your job to be an artist. I would love that. No, but I mean, there are people that have, and, no, you know, I, but, I get paid by the state. Right, but, that, to, but, that's, but that's your job. I'm that guy. I don't, I don't, don't hate me. I don't, no, no, I don't, hate, I, don't fault, <laughs> I don't fault someone for doing their job. But if, let's put it like this. If so I, if your job is to be a gardener. I would love that. I would, I would, man, I would eat that up. So maybe you should have gone to Warren Wilson. Perhaps. But like, if all of a sudden, if all of a sudden, <laughs> most of, if, if 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 okay, if you're sitting around, if suddenly you don't have to work anymore, okay, and you're just hanging out, living life, okay, because whatever company that you work for has, uh, you know, become so tech that they don't need you, and and, and your needs do... your needs are met, okay, right? Again, I'm I'm working under all perfect conditions here. Your okay. needs are met, your rent is paid, your mortgage is paid, whatever. Uh-huh. But then here I am still working 40 hours a week to keep your power on while you and whoever else are just kind of hanging out because you don't have to. Yeah, but you would have the same option that I would, and you would probably be paid, if there was a payment system, you would be paid an ungodly amount for actually performing work. I absolutely And you could make that choice. Be. And in fact, I feel that way right now. I feel like Because otherwise people- I would do it if I wanted the money more. You would get to choose between the do nothing and the make significantly more the because of the high demand for living. Or, you so know, the, the, you are your creating. needs are met without having a specific job that you, if, in this case, don't necessarily want You normally would have to have some kind of specific job, like you're a philosopher or you're a, a poet okay. or you're a but, but again, you know, technologist. And if it worked that way, where the, where the artists, for lack of a better term, a musician, were not, were not being compensated uh, in grand amounts, whereas the people who would have to continue working, tradesmen, uh, utility workers, this kind of thing, if they were compensated at a exponentially higher rate that made it worth it, then I wouldn't mind going yeah, to work. Yeah, because when you say have to continue working, you're defining have to by the perspective that society needs them. But it's the have to, in this case, it also depends on the person saying, okay, I'm going to do well, this for additional income. Nobody's forcing level, you to do it. Right. You're a little bit older at an apprentice level. And I think if I you were a regular electrician, you could make over a hundred grand a year. If I wanted to, yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying, yeah. Right. So you have the capacity to do that. Not as well. If, and, if and I was hire, to expand a company and hire, right, right, hire right, right. a couple of apprentices, I could, I could not do that in and of my own right. individual. Mm-hmm. And, te- and technically, um, I have graduated from apprentice to journeyman. Okay. I have the paperwork to prove it. Yes, nice. you have. Yeah. Well, okay, and it may what the system <laughs> well, some might look like. Unionized. You can, yeah, yeah. 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 It, I have a good union stance. I've got a nice upper upper leg stance that I. You ever seen the union stance? We used to do this when I worked in warehouses. No. That's your union stance. Why? It was a joke. It was just no. always a big joke. Yeah, because you're supervising. Right. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. You're part of the union. You know, you don't work. You supervise. An, yeah. an alternate look at it would be maybe, yeah, you don't want to spend all your time performing some kind of essential service, and you would only spend one day a week doing it and okay. you would feel totally would comfortable with that and you would make a bunch of money and then yeah. it would somebody else would pick up the slag because they're like well I'm not doing a lot but I could I'll, do this for a day I'll tell you, you know? right now that if if I could be one of those artists especially if the parts are printed hmm okay but if I could be one of those artists and have my basic needs met not have to feel like you know if something went wrong I would I would 
become destitute, then yeah, I would, I mean, I sign me, I'll be the first guy in line, man. I'm not, I, I would be right there. I'll camp out overnight to get that pass. Sign me up. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I very much enjoy the work I do. I enjoy the challenge. I enjoy the fact that it's physical. I enjoy that it's mental. I like to genuinely help people because that's what I'm doing. I mean, what, what the work that I do authentically helps improve and, and, and make other people's lives better. Yeah. I would, I would gladly walk away from that if I could make music or garden all the time and know that I wouldn't have to worry about where my next meal is coming from or if my children are taken care of or if, my, if I can keep a roof over my head. Okay, I think that's pretty typical. Yes. <laughs> Well, thank you. Thank you for agreeing. Yes, all right. What wonderful Joey debate. Wonderful with, debate. Yeah. Yes, wonderful debate. Now that you've been agreed with, yeah. I think probably we should, you know, pare it down because it's getting, it's almost 11 o'clock. So. Uh, is it really? Yeah, it's 11.04. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, you're getting hungry probably too. Yes. Yeah, all right. <laughs> all right, so then we'll, we'll cap it off here. Probably too, I imagine that my very foul mouth has turned a lot of customers out of here. No, uh, not yet. Yeah, you, you know, you guys don't cuss as much on this thing. So I got to do better. I need to, I need to sound more. I intelligent. love cussing. I majored too. in English. I said one. God knows. Know. You're using all the colors in your palette. Well, some of those colors can be replaced by multisyllabic colors that are much prettier. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. All right, all right. So, uh, so, so signing off from uh, Muddigans and Emerald Isle. Yeah, we'd like to thank the Muddigans and the staff. Hey, and thanks Star a lot, Star, for letting us. Come and chat. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> right. And we will see you next, next time. Next week. <laughs>